Well, COVID lockdowns were a shock to the system for everyone, uh, especially maybe married couples, as recent stats show that 200,000 Australians filed for divorce in the past two years. So what's getting in the way of our happily ever after? Now, experts say the relationship gap, when our expectations don't match our reality, could be to blame. But are there early warning signs or does the gap simply appear? And is there anything we can do to stop it from forming in the first place? For more, we welcome marriage, relationship and divorce coach Sharon Pope. Hi, Sharon. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. The pandemic forced plenty of couples to spend a lot of time together, which made that relationship gap either appear or become glaringly obvious. Uh, explain to us exactly what is the gap. The gap is what I refer to as the difference between the marriage that you really desire and the marriage that you actually have. So it's about what's missing. Okay, isn't there always going to be some gap because nothing's ever perfect? Of course, of course, yeah. It's really about when that gap becomes big enough that the disconnection between the married couple um, just gets so wide that it feels like you're living like roommates, you're not connecting, and that distance just gets bigger and bigger between the two of you. So it's more of a and Grand Canyon your marriage. Yeah, it's more of a Grand Canyon type gap rather than just like a little gap. Outside of <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> that's quite, quite graphic, Kylie. Outside of lockdowns, uh, what else might cause the gap? Well, I think that there's three big things that cause the gap. One is because our needs change over time. Right. What we wanted or needed in our marriage in our 20s or 30s doesn't look the same as what we need in our 40s, 50s and even 60s. Um, the second thing I would say is because you know how when we're young and we have these ideas about, OK, I'm going to I'm going to have a family and I'm going to be married and I'm going to have a career. or I'm going to start a business and I'm going to own a home, all these things. So we find this perfect partner. We say I do. And then we put the marriage over here on a little shelf and <laughs> then we start to pour all of our love and attention and time and energy into what we want to create next. And we assume that the marriage is just going to stay fine. And that's not true, right? Nothing thrives when you turn your back to it. Mm. So, And then the third thing, sorry, real quick. The third thing I would say is that no one told us that familiarity reduces desire in our marriages, right? So if we don't cultivate desire in our marriages, that fire is going to go out. Mm. I'm just not sure we're showing uh, shots of Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet <laughs> on the bow of the Titanic. I'm not sure how that ended, that one anyway. Um, th th now, if the relationship gap is defined by what you want and need versus what you're actually getting, uh, what, what can happen? And I, I suppose we've seen this a lot, particularly coming out of lockdown. Will one half of a couple look to meet their needs elsewhere, do you think? Yes. Um, and some of that is healthy elsewhere because we can't look to our partners to be the single source through which every need gets met. But the elsewhere that many people find their way to is through affairs. And it's happening in more than 60% of our marriages. And I think that's understated because that's only people who will look at a survey and say that what they did actually was an affair because we don't even have a common definition that we all agree on. You use the rumble strip analogy, like an early warning system. I guess, you know, we're in the car and they're on the highway and we hit, hit those bumps. Can you explain that for us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have those bumps along the side of the freeway so that you, if you get distracted, you won't end up in the ditch. 
The problem is that works really well with us in cars. It doesn't work really well for marriages because when we hit that rumble strip, most of the time we don't pay enough close attention because that's the time when small changes could make a really big difference. But what happens when you don't pay attention to those rumble strips? You end up in the ditch. And so that's when everyone pays attention. And now we've got really big issues, the Grand Canyon size issues. (laughs) Yeah, well, a lot of Grand Canyon references here. What what can couples put in place to minimize the gap or to, to work at closing that gap? Okay, well, first of all, invest in the relationship. Like I said, nothing thrives when you turn your back to it. I don't care if we're talking about a houseplant or a child or a marriage. You have to invest some time in it. And then I would also say make time every day to connect with each other and not just talk about logistics of the kids or work or the weather. Like really talk about like, hey, where did you win today? Where can I help support you? this week? What's going on for you? Those sorts of kinds of conversations can really be helpful. Okay. I'm just going to write down those questions. Sorry. Where did you win today? I love that. How can I help support you this week? That's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. Can you text me that later in case I forget? (laughs) Imagine if you asked each other that. Imagine asking each other that every day or every week. Well, that'll be easy for us because we have people write out questions for us (laughs) so they can script that in. Hey, lovely to talk to you. Thank Uh, you, Sharon. Yeah, some good tips there. Thank you. Great talking to you. Thank you so much. Thank you.